So by now, you already know that I love frameworks. And every time I see one that someone else has created, I'm like, oh, man, that is just genius. So today I'm going to show you the step-by-step process, the framework, if you will, to create your own frameworks. Stay tuned. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I'm so glad you're here and that you chose to join me today. Now, I talk about frameworks till the cows come home because I'm constantly using them to sort of it's a way to order my brain and order my thoughts. And if I don't use frameworks, what I find most often is that things get a little jumbled between my brain and how it comes out. So it's sort of self-preservation for me to love frameworks. But the thing about frameworks that are so amazing is that they're universal in their application. In other words, it doesn't matter what business you're in, doesn't matter what your niche is, doesn't matter what type of business that you have, whether it's a brick and mortar business, whether it's completely online, whether you're trying to make your podcast your business, it doesn't matter. Frameworks are universal and they apply in every situation. And one of the things that I think is so important for us as thought leaders, and let me put on my air quotes, experts in our individual niches, is that we many times need to come up with our own frameworks just for credibility's sake. Like, You can't just teach everyone else's frameworks as your own, although if you're like me and you're a lifelong learner, you're always learning and borrowing things from this person or that person or the, you know, the expert in this industry or that industry and applying them and testing them and seeing what works and then deciding whether it's something you want to adopt into your framework or not. But there is a formula and a way to create frameworks, and this framework framework was presented in part of a mastermind group that I attended this uh, week past weekend. It was a a three-day virtual summit. Um, It was uh, for the Two Comma Club within ClickFunnels that I'm a part of. And we were supposed to have a in-person event. It was supposed to be a three-day event that was going to be live and in person. And of course, now you know what's happened to live events. They've gone the way of the VCR. They can't happen anymore right now. So everything got switched to virtual. And so this was a virtual conference for three days. And this framework framework is something that was also presented to us at Funnel Hacking Live. But for me... I find that whenever I receive information or I'm exposed to information, what I get out of that is very dependent on where I am in my business journey. I find that it's helpful for me to consume the same information 
over and over again, because each time I consume it, I get something different because I'm at a different place in my business journey. So my focus is on a different place. So if I could only get the beginning stages of the information from the last time I watched it, and maybe I'm now more to an intermediate or an advanced stage, I'm going to get that from the presentation. So for me, this framework repeat or reminder of how to build frameworks was very, very helpful. And I want to show you what it is, first of all, and how you can use it. Because as podcasters, we're creating frameworks for our podcast. We're creating frameworks for our workflows. We're creating frameworks for our business. We're creating frameworks for our team members. But if we want to monetize, We also have to create frameworks for our listeners, and those are some of the things that you have to be willing to test and put out there and put some time into figuring out what your actual frameworks can be. So so step number one of the funnel framework, the framework for building frameworks, is you find out or you choose what is the desired result that you want. For me, my desired result is that you monetize your podcast. Depending on who you are and what your podcast is and what your listeners are doing will depend on what the desired result is. So you put your desired result sort of there up on top of the mountain. If you're drawing this out, you know, uh, draw a little mountain on the right side of your page and put that little you know, flag in the ground at the top, like ding, 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 finish here. Here's your desired result. That's what you're going to get to. But along the way, as you back out the mountain, you basically are going to follow these steps. You're going to come up with a framework hypothesis. And your framework hypothesis is basically like, I believe that it's better for podcasters to monetize their own content than to monetize through sponsorships. That's my hypothesis. So I would be out to essentially prove out or strike down my hypothesis if it was wrong. So I start out with my framework hypothesis that I believe podcasters will monetize more easily and more uh, exponentially than with their own content than they will with sponsors. And of course, that's going to get them the desired result of monetizing their podcast. So after I come up with my hypothesis, then I need to come up with three basic steps that I think I could take to get you there, right? So if I'm thinking that my goal is for you to monetize your podcast, then my three steps, and I'm just saying this hypothetically off the top of my head, my first step is probably going to be to get you to focus on getting email opt-ins and people signing up for your email list rather than focusing on downloads. My second step might be create a killer killer lead magnet full of value that you just you feel like you shouldn't even give away for free and give it away for free and then drive traffic to that paid traffic to get more opt-ins to your email list. 
So I've got you now focused on email opt-ins. I've got you with the vehicle for email opt-ins. And then my third step would be to go ahead and create that, let's just call it a low dollar ticket item that might go ahead and get you monetized with your audience. Because you're going to have people signing up for your email list. You're focused on that as your only metric of success. You've created a killer lead magnet, you're driving traffic to it. And now all you have to do is create a low dollar ticket item. Now, many marketers will say, create the high dollar ticket item first, create the low dollar ticket item last. It, it just depends on your business and what you feel comfortable with. But once you're getting email opt-ins, now you want to convert those people to buyers. And so very quickly, whether it's a low ticket item like a $7 offer or $19 offer, whatever it is, the more people that you can convert from your list to buyers, the more monetization you have. But there is power in having a low ticket item that is sort of a no brainer and has mass appeal and getting person after person to sign up for that so that you can then be on your way to monetization and you have like a baseline buyers list instead of just an email list that you don't know if they're buyers or not. Once you create those three steps, you are then going to implement and test that framework on yourself. So for me, that's exactly what I do. I test the framework hypothesis on myself. I use my podcasts. I use my podcast in my network that I have created for the Florida Keys to test this, to see if it works, to see if I can get success. That gets me halfway there, right? Because now I have a end result I want. I've got steps inside my framework. I begin to test it. Now I can test it on myself, but I could also solicit, and you will see me do this in my Facebook group, I'm getting ready to solicit some things, some testers for some things I'm wanting to try to get more email opt-ins. But as a framework creator, you're then based on your testing and what worked for you, you're going to create your own framework for the success of your, let's call them quote unquote, students, right? Many times they're listeners, they could be clients, they could be customers, whatever it is. You're creating a framework for their success that now has been tested based on your hypothesis, and you now have the desired outcome. That testing phase could last as long as it needs to to work. And you as the tester are going to want to continually be testing new things. Because even though something works right now in marketing or in life or in business, the things that you're doing today might not be the things that are going to continue working six months from now. So what happens when you sort of run the lifespan of whatever your technique or trick or whatever it is that you're teaching, you've got to have something else to continue heading in that direction so people can still get their desired result. So you create the framework for their success. And basically, you're wanting to create this framework so that someone could follow it step by step and achieve a desired result. And they could do this framework again and again and again and get the desired result. So once you get done testing it on yourself, you also do want to test it on other people. Maybe you have some clients you could test it on. And you're one because basically now you're wanting to prove out 
your hypothesis and your results, right? Because if you can get other people to get those again and again and again, then you're onto something. Now, this for me is exactly what I'm wanting to do with podcast monetization. I'm wanting to show people like my goal is never again launch a podcast that I haven't engineered to be monetized. I don't want to put it on a hope and a prayer and my goodness, hope that all the stars align and that something happens and I can make money from it. I want to know that I've got a framework and a step-by-step process. And if I follow it, if you follow it, or if anybody else follows it, Our numbers might vary, but the desired result is going to be the same. You know, I might do something with a high ticket item and I might monetize my podcast where it's making millions of dollars a year. You might monetize with a lower ticket item or something else, and you might make tens of thousands of dollars a year. Either way, that podcast is now monetized and to what degree is outside the framework, right? So as a framework creator, the next step that you need to take is you give your framework a name. Now, this name is going to be unique to you. And so you want and because you've tested it, you've worked out the kinks, you've come up with the steps. It is your framework and you've actually worked it out and tested it with other people and they've gotten the same result. So give it a unique name. This framework could be, I mean, for Russell Brunson, you hear it all the time. Uh, he he has the perfect webinar. That's his framework for getting a, a high closing webinar every single time. He's got the value ladder and he ascends people in his funnels to the value ladder. He has the epiphany bridge story. Other people have the hero's journey. These are all frameworks. And you can, let me just say the word daisy chain, framework after framework after framework together to get people ultimately through your, you know, high ticket program or whatever. But every single part and piece of what you're doing should be a framework. And so you want to give your framework a name that is unique to you so that if people are taking your programs and people are following your advice, you're all going to be speaking the same language and you're going to know exactly what it's going to be, right? You're going to know exactly what you're talking about. You're going to know if somebody mentions that and you hear it in the modern vernacular that people are using, then people are adopting your language and your frameworks. So that's a good sign. Now, the fourth phrase of this framework is to begin working for free to serve your future dream clients. Now, your dream clients might be someone that has the money for your services. Your dream clients might also be people that are considered experts or have more authority in your niche than you do. So if you have to reach out to them and say, hey, this is a framework I came up with, and this is something that I think can benefit you, and I would like to offer this as a service for free. Now, you do two things because it also gets you in front of your dream clients, and it gets them to the point where they trust you and you have a relationship and they can become a client because you're not always going to work for free. But at the same time, it gives you more data. And when you can get that dream client 
the desired results and then they can tell everyone else about your desired results, what happens? If I have leaders in my industry, the podcasting industry, telling people that Christy Hostler knows what she's talking about when it comes to producing your podcast and monetizing your podcast, then I am only elevated in my industry. Same with you. That's why you want to work with your dream clients, not just anybody. Don't take, you know, someone who's not sure of themselves and not doesn't have a following and is not an influencer in your industry. You're talking about your dream clients. Work for free just to get them the desired results. So now you can have a testimonial and they can fully recommend you and that will lead you to more of your dream clients. Now, this is all part of you becoming the expert in your niche and expert in your field. So becoming that expert is part of the process because you're testing, you're creating frameworks and you're testing and then you're going back and revising your frameworks and you're testing it. So when you are teaching frameworks or you've created your own framework, now you're going to transition into teaching your framework. And this is, uh, I think I mentioned this whenever we talked about how when you sell your products and services, you teach all of these frameworks except for one critical thing. And that is the tactics, the tactics you reserve for your paid products. So the framework for teaching your frameworks is that you start off with a story of how you identified the problem you were solving and how you either learn to solve the problem or you figured out that this was something that needed to be addressed. Like this is sort of your mini hero's journey or epiphany bridge story. So you talk about what you learned or what you came to the conclusion of needed to be fixed. You talk number two about your strategy. What you implemented what you and and strategy are those things that you would put sort of on a whiteboard like overall high level things the tactics are the third step of the framework how you get there so tactics are the things that you might put on a trello card or a task in asana they're the actual things that you're going to do write an email create an image write an ebook, whatever those tactics are. The strategy is on the big whiteboard and the tactics are in the project management tool. And then the number four part of this framework is the social proof. So if you follow the steps for building your own frameworks, then you simply have four parts now that you can teach other people about your frameworks that you've created. Let's just do a quick review. You're going to start by coming up with a desired result that you want people to achieve, right? Then you're going to go back and you're going to determine three steps that you want to implement to get the desired result, right? Once you do that, you're going to begin testing it yourself. You've got this hypothesis on how to get there through this for this framework, and you're going to begin testing your hypothesis, Then you're also going to give your, once you've tested it and you've got the outcomes you want, you've tweaked your framework, you're going to give it a unique name. And then you're going to go to work finding a dream client that you would like to offer this to for free in exchange for 
their recommendation for other people for you doing this service for them paid, obviously. Then after that, you're going to begin embracing that, let's just call it the mantle of being an expert in that particular thing that you're teaching, and you're going to begin teaching your own frameworks. And you teach your own frameworks with the story of what you learned or how you earned this uh, place to come up with a framework. You're going to talk about the strategy, what you're trying to accomplish. You're going to talk about the tactics. That's how you accomplish them. And then four is the case studies, the social proof, the examples of people that you've helped. That's when you can throw out the names of those dream clients. And if you're doing this in a course or wanting to do this in a course or wanting to teach these frameworks in a podcast, the tactics is what you hold back for your paid product. So you can use the story, the strategy and the social proof and even the framework as all examples of free content that lead to the purchase the product to show you the tactics. So the frameworks for teaching the frameworks is something that helps me because it keeps me ordered in my mind about the one result I'm trying to get, the three steps that I'm going to get. And to be honest, the simpler you can make your frameworks, the better it's going to be. Because you don't want a complicated framework. No one's going to be able to follow it. No one's going to be able to remember it. If you can create images doodles, graphics, or whatever to easily illustrate those simple frameworks, then it helps stick in people's minds. So many people are visual learners, and it helps them to be able to identify what your frameworks are. And then it, you you begin to memorize them. You know, desired result, there it is up on the mountain, three steps to get there, then you have your framework hypothesis. So it just creates that visual image in your mind to keep you on track for your framework. So these are the frameworks that you need to adopt for beginning to develop your own programs, beginning to develop your own products that you can then sell to the people that are signing up for your email list. So I hope that's been helpful for you today. This is, again, a presentation that I was able to hear for the second time this past weekend with Russell Brunson, and he is a master framework builder. He is a master teacher, and uh, these things are not unique to me, but what you'll begin to see is if you look at the people you follow, you'll begin to see them doing the same thing. They'll build a framework, put it in a course, they give their framework a certain name, right? cash machine social media or whether it's the profit lab or whether it's the, you know, revenue generator or audience multiplier, whatever it is, you give that your unique name. And that's what you begin marketing. And that's what you begin talking about. So these frameworks will be foundational to you monetizing your podcast. It's the frameworks that I'm using to monetize my podcast and any podcast within our network. So if you have questions about it, if you want to talk more about the frameworks, then uh, please join in our Facebook group, Podcast Monetization Secrets. We're beginning to uh, do daily themed things. I'm starting this week with some themes that we're doing, and uh, we're going to have Framework Fridays. So we'll be able to share any frameworks and then um, talk about them and discuss. So please join us over there if you haven't already. We're on Facebook and 
listen, if I can help you in any aspect of monetizing your podcast, my goal is hashtag no more pod fading. And I want to see more people succeed and build the podcast revenue streams that they want to get the lifestyle that they want out of it. I don't want you to be a slave to your business. I don't want me to be a slave to my business. My goodness, I live in a place where people vacation and I want to get out there and enjoy it with them. So we're all working to the same thing, which is the lifestyle piece of this. It's just that we all choose something different for our lifestyle and what we enjoy doing. But that's very, very important. And it is many times our driving motivator. So come join us, private Facebook group, Podcast Monetization Secrets, and I will see you back here next time. I hope you have a fantastic week. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join. And then I'll see you on the inside.